Why, hello, it is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had the opportunity to hang out with Pat of, of the project Nobody Likes You, Pat, over Zoom video. Pat was born and raised in St. Paul, Minnesota. Talks about how he got into music, started playing piano at a fairly early age, and then around 13, he wanted to start making his own songs, and the piano teacher kind of got irritated with him and was like, if you're not going to learn what I'm teaching you, then I'm going to have to get rid of you as a student. So he's like, all right, later. And from there, Pat started writing his own songs, starting his own bands. He talked about going to production, audio production school in Canada, eventually moved to Los Angeles for a year, and then to Nashville. While in Nashville, he started his previous project, Milk, and they had some success. They toured around the country. When COVID happened, that project was really put on pause. So Pat started to write his own songs more in a solo way, and that's how he started the project Nobody Likes You, Pat. We talk about his first few releases, gaining some success from Spotify, getting signed to Network, and all about the new EP, which is called Deer. You can watch our interview with Pat on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be incredible if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Nobody Likes You, Pat. Hey, what's up, Pat? Hey, how's it going, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. I hope your I hope your son is all right. I heard he was uh, in the oh, urgent care yeah. or something like that. Yeah, he's okay. He's he just had some uh, some lung stuff going on because that time of year. So hundred uh, percent. I have a seven year old and he gets the same thing inhalers and all that fun stuff. Yep. Yep. Same. Yep. We. I have a eight. Uh, well, I was about to say seven. Uh, eight year old. Uh, eight six, and then. Two, three, and four. So oh my gosh! Full, you got a whole got crew, the full, the full, the full gambit. Yeah. <laughs> so wow, it's it's one person gets sick, and then the next person gets sick, and then two more get sick, and then I get sick. And then, yeah, hundred percent. Oh my gosh. Well, it's I great. appreciate you doing this. Thank you uh, again, Pat, for for taking the time. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Yeah, I'm Adam, and this is about you and your journey in music and. Uh, do you uh, real quick I, I saw that you have an album and then an ep so do you have an album coming out or am i getting totally confused uh no uh uh ep just came out um mm -hmm. just uh just a few weeks back yeah and um, then do you have an album that's coming out as well or no no i'm not coming out i i put out a record uh, uh my debut album like a year ago or so okay Huh. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm looking like at it. Oh, you know what? This is a this is a way follow up. Sorry, oh, <laughs> the original okay, email okay. was from 2022 that I was looking at. That was all I was confused. Oh, okay. Like I don't understand. Like okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scratch yeah, all no, that. No um, worries. 
Yeah, because I had the upda- updated pre- press release, and I'm like, okay, this is saying EP, and I'm reading about it, and then like I, it just said something about an album coming out in November, and I'm like, oh, that's next month. But he just, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, nope, no worries, no worries. Yep, that would have been that would have been last November for the record, the album. That's like, then, yeah, yeah, okay. I knew you had an album out, but then I they didn't it didn't mention the name. It just said, oh, he his because the the emails from like early September of last year, so they're just sure. Like, He's going to release an album and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But anyway, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry for the confusion. Nope. <laughs> no, no worries. Uh, right on. So originally from St. Paul, Minnesota, is that what I saw? Okay. Yep. Yep. Come, tell me about current. that. You grew up there? Born and raised? Grew up there. Grew up actually in, uh, yeah, like in uh, a suburb outside of, of the Twin Cities, um, just over on the river between Wisconsin and minnesota and uh you know I, I got out for a while um moved around lived in canada for a year lived in los angeles for a year uh lived in nashville for about seven or eight years and then now just about two and a half fish years ago i'm back up here in st paul now oh so, cool i'm in nashville yeah. now i'm originally from san diego we moved here okay cool a little almost three years ago now but yeah okay nice nice yeah well i I, I probably left around the time that you moved came. in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. How do you like, how do you like it? I uh, absolutely love it. It was the best decision we've, my family has ever made. 100%. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. So talk to me about uh, growing up in St. Paul. How did you get into music? Um, yeah, I, I kind of, I, I, I was playing, doing like, turn my computer thing off here. Uh, the, I got into, um, like, I don't know, just piano lessons as a kid and stuff. And then I didn't really like doing all that. It was too much fuss. And so I started just like messing around, writing my my own stuff on the piano and kind of showing it to my piano teacher. And she was like, well, that's cool. And she was like, you should probably practice the stuff I'm giving you. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I just want to make stuff up. (laughs) And she was like, uh, okay, well, if you quit my, if you quit my, she was very serious. She was like a very serious teacher. She's like, if you quit, I'm not ever taking you back. And I was like, okay, bye. So I left. And then At what uh, age was this? Just this the- was like, yeah, like, I don't know, uh, 13 or something. Uh, okay. So and then, when did you start on the piano around that same time? Like, or like that six or seven. Yeah. Okay. So you had been playing it for a while at that point. I've been playing. Yeah. And just like, I don't know. And, and, but once, once I got that bug for like, making something versus just playing something i think that really changed how i viewed music and so then i like immediately like started a band with my friends and or like tried to start bands and like i was like really serious about it and and everyone you know it's kind of hard when you're like 13 14 to find friends who are like serious about it and um, right yeah i feel like growing up it's like hard to get everybody on the same page right like it's, it's really right. interesting to hear those bands that have been around forever and it's like how you know everyone yeah. having the same goal and the same vision yeah it was actually funny one of my best friends still one of my best friends to this day i started a band with him it was just me and him it was like a band quote unquote and i remember i like really wanted to try and i really wanted to like play shows and do the thing and i remember he like called me one day on like you know my parents landline or whatever and was like hey man like this is just like too much for me. You know, this is too much commitment. Like I've got, I've got homework and I've got, you know, it was just like, it's funny. Cause I look back and I just think about 
how busy life is now as a you know 31 year old with kids and you know sure. do, yeah. doing work and all this and just all the responsibilities and i'm like it's just funny to look back and think like man we you know we had so much time and so much freedom and it was still stressful then but right right um, oh, i got homework man like how do you yeah, know yeah, if i can if i can much, keep yeah. up <laughs> yeah yeah and like we weren't even doing anything we were just like getting together in his basement so we joke about that sometimes but anyway did that started you know different bands pop punk bands metal bands the whole you know emo bands the whole thing classic. what were you yeah. in the in the band did you continue playing a uh, piano player or would you start playing guitar or i started sing? playing guitar yeah and i was always the singer i was always like the lead singer even though i wasn't very good uh but i was always kind of like the one writing the songs and kind of leading leading the charge so to speak and um kind of creating the vision for what each project was or whatever mm -hmm. um and so yeah i just i kind of took on that role as someone who was kind of leading the creative vision like even though i i look back and i think i definitely didn't have really any of the skills to back that up but like i just always had the, i always had a vision and i wanted to capture it so um but yeah i don't know i'm just yeah kind of grow well, take that. someone yeah. in that in the in you know in the band or whatever to kind of take the reins and be like i'm gonna write this song. you know i'm gonna i want to write yeah. the songs and i'm, I'm yeah. willing to sing the song i mean because yep that's yeah. a, a big that's a vulnerable thing to do especially right. in high school i mean people just like oh you know you know critiquing yeah. everything you do and everything else i mean that's a challenge to be the person being like i'm gonna put my voice and my words out there yeah i i remember always getting so like so upset like and especially like my specifically my mom was very was very critical which i look back and i think was kind of funny uh but yeah it was just always like she was very like oh you were super super out you know out of tune you were you did this you did that and i just remember always being like why am i you know what am i even doing um <laughs> but, you know it yeah I was gonna say, were your was were your parents musical? Like, did your mom play anything, or she, she, she just yeah, like she played like she sang and played piano at church and stuff, um, and like you know, but I I didn't particularly come from like a music music family. Like there was maybe like you know my my aunt and my mom like they kind of would do that kind of like choir type stuff, but nothing like on the creative end, so to speak. So that I was I feel like. I was kind of the first one to that I, that I know of in my at least recent family history to like jump out and and do that. Supposedly, this is the rumor. I I I, I or this is this is what I've been told. So I can't hundred percent confirm it. But supposedly, if I traced my lineage back far enough, I'm related to um, the Baroque composer Johann Sebastian Bach. So I, I always used to use no that way. as a yeah, as like a bragging, a bragging thing in high school. Like, well, did you know? Actually, blah 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 blah. And so uh that's amazing, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I, mean, I hope it's really true. Crazy. I hope it's true. It'd be fun. I'm gonna go with that. It's true. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I, me that's... too. So. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. well, a after high school or like did any of those bands, I mean, was it really just a high school band that ended up ending and then, or like yeah. after, did you go to college for music or like what was kind of after you had graduated? What did you do? Right. Yeah. We, we, uh, 
yeah, most of the bands were just, you know, play for a couple of years, play shows around the region or the, the state and fizzle out. Um, and also I like was kind of creatively jumping around a lot. So it, it honestly, it was oftentimes me being like, okay, this project's done. Now we're starting a new project, but with like three of the same members and one new guy. And so like, uh, it was kind okay. of my own fault half the time that like, you know, these projects wouldn't stick. Cause I'd be like, well, no, we have to do this sound now. Like this is done. Now we're doing this. And so, so I, it kind of got me into trouble a couple of times with some friendships. Cause they'd be like, what, what are you doing? Like, why are you <laughs> like, why are you quitting this? Why are you quitting our band and starting this other band? Like it was, I don't know, it was impulsivity and it was just like a desire for something new creatively or whatever. But yeah, I, uh, yeah, I kind of stopped doing that. And I, I moved to Canada when I was 19, 20 and went to school for a year for like audio production. Oh, okay. Um, it was just kind of this one year like program uh, at a school that looked interesting. And uh, I had a girlfriend at the time who lived in that same city and I was like, Oh, we'll both, you know, we'll be there. Uh, but then like right after I moved there, she, uh, she broke up with me. So then I was just like, all right, now I'm just like really focused on school. So I learned some stuff there and then I kind of got inspired by the idea of going to LA after I came back to the States. And so after that program was done, I moved to um, Los Angeles for like almost a year. And I actually wasn't doing music for a while. I was doing more like, um, like uh, film audio, like TV audio, like, like, uh on set you know holding the uh, like boom, the, the boom or like you know you know mixing on set or like doing sound design like post-production stuff um so i kind of did that for a while and I, I thought that i thought that that was what i was gonna do um just i don't know i think i had gotten a little burnt out of music just doing it so much in high school um, or not even burnt out, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I had all these. Well, you probably had, you know, stable money at that point. And you, if you have a gig and it's like, I'm kind of doing something with what I want to do. And yeah. Yeah. It was like, was. yeah. And I, and I was like engaged at the time and I was just like, well, this is going all right. Like, and then I hit a point where I was like, um, like the kind of the gigs stopped and I had, I had a moment to kind of self-reflect, like, is this really what I want to do? Like, do I even like doing this that much? And my one of my best friends who I'd played in a bunch of bands with growing up, he was in a different band at the time that was touring. And they came through LA and I hung out with him and I saw his band play a couple of times and they were talking about Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. And so I was like, oh, okay, uh, interesting. And I just, for whatever reason, I was just like, all right, I'm done with this. I'm going to leave LA. I'm going to go to Nashville. So I literally just, it was probably super rude of me. I just told my roommate, Hey, I'm leaving. Cause I didn't sign the <laughs> lease. I was just like, Hey man, I'm going to leave in like a week. Uh, bye. And so I left. That was probably really rude. Um, I think I paid him for the month. I think we were good. Uh, but <laughs> you, you know. have a few days to figure this out, but here's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, you know, I was, tw I was 20. Right. 20, okay, I didn't you know, know. What I was. I didn't Whatever. know what I was doing. Um, yeah, but I just packed up my Toyota Camry, left, went and saw the Grand Canyon quick, then drove back up to the Twin Cities. And uh, I um, got married. 
and then moved to Nashville like two weeks later. And then I was there for, yeah, seven or eight years doing a lot of different stuff in music. Um, And that, you know, kind of culminated into what I'm doing now, but it was, yeah, it was a, a a whirlwind for sure. When, when you got to Nashville, I mean, you had just got married and you're, you're taking your, your new wife or like we're moving in Nashville. Like how, yeah. when you get there, I mean, you had, I mean, that must've been a pretty, like, I mean, that's a bold move, right? I mean, it's like, okay, now what do I right. do? Like, were you just trying to meet people and get into like songwriting sessions or like, how did you navigate? <laughs> I honestly didn't even know what I wanted. I just knew I wanted to work in music somehow. I didn't care if that at the time, I didn't care if that was, doing my own music. I didn't care if that was like mixing or producing or writing or whatever. I just wanted to be around it. And so I kind of just went and yeah, for like the first six months I was, you know, I got him, I, you know, met some people, uh, sorry, one moment, Mac, I'm on the phone. Can you all come talk to you in a little bit? Okay. Okay, I'll be down a little bit. Right. Go? I'll tell you when we can go. I'll be down a little bit. Okay, sorry. Oh, um, I, dude, I get that. I get it. <laughs> my, my kid comes, he's at school now, but if he wasn't, it would yeah. be like trying to yeah. I it's There's like a, my, my two oldest, like their their school is off today, so they're home with me. But Fun. Um, yeah, um, let's see. Yeah, I, I was just kind of, I wanted to be around it. I had, you know, made some friends through just going, you know, like people, acquaintances I had met or um, like church or whatever. But I would, for the first six months, I was kind of just like working a, day, working a day job. Like, yeah. And I, I was kind of miserable. And then like six months in, I all of a sudden, like just through like a Facebook thing, got the opportunity to go like play bass on tour for this, this country artist and so i was just like whatever i'm gonna quit my job and go do that and so i did and it was like a terrible paying gig and it was like horrible cover band sort of gig but it was kind of my first like okay i'm gonna do something and most of it was spent in north dakota which sucked um (laughs) don't don't ask me why uh apparently the bars paid good there but um yeah i and then i i through a friend at church, I randomly got an offer to um, go and be a guitar tech on like a big, like a big artist tour. And I didn't really know how to do that, but I just said, yes, I'll learn. And so I went, you know, and all of a sudden I was just thrown into like the, you know, tour bus, you know, big, big venues, you know, arenas like all that kind of stuff life and obviously i wasn't doing the music at the time i was doing more of the behind the scenes stuff but it was just like i i was starting to be around that um yeah but that's still and and what do you like tuning guitars and like tuning guitars taking care of the yeah stage stuff you know taking care of the guitars like yeah production you know production type work yeah that's cool stage production stuff and yeah it was honestly i hated it but but it was a foot in the door of something right and you know it honestly paid terrible but 
paid enough for that's the thing with some of those with some of those with some of the those big tours like you think like this is this is it but like a lot of those guys like playing for the artists or like working for the artists like are not making that much like right they're really not and like even like even on big tours like there's kind of a cap on how much you can make as like a as like a hired gun um Uh it's just not it's not that it's not that glamorous unless the artist is aware of that and treats their people really well which i think is some people do and that's super important and should yeah. be more normal um, I, I i had a, a nate and he wasn't my direct neighbor but he, he lived where i grew up and he was a guitarist for like a just a back out backing guy for yeah. like a lot of those pop bands in the early mm-hmm. 2000s like mm-hmm. he played with like the backstreet boys and like instinct he was just like the guy yeah. He had to wear like basically all black and kind of just stand in the background, like by the speakers yep. or sometimes behind a curtain or whatever it was. And yeah, he was saying like, it's fun. Like I get to tour and play these giant stadiums, but it's like, yep. <laughs> it's, basically he was living not the most glamorous life. Yeah. Yeah. I had one of the guys that I worked with on that tour for several years he always he always referred to like hired musicians as uh musical musical janitors he said it's (laughs) it's like it's like the janitor job of the music world and and like and he you know he kind of said it as a joke but he was kind of like serious because he was like yeah we just don't get treated very well right i've always even even though i've never like personally as an artist made it to like that level of like success like whenever i have had the opportunity to like you know when i've toured or when i've you know hired a band or a crew for a show or run a dates or anything like i've always made it my goal like no i don't have a massive budget like some of these artists but i've always made it my goal to like make sure the people who are working are feel like compensated fairly for what it is and like feel valued because i just know that when i was doing that i didn't feel that way right and so i think that that just is how it should be yeah i um, think that's awesome it's like people that go that were servers that they're like tip like 30 percent. like I right like, yeah. Wow. yeah yeah <laughs> exactly i mean it it goes a long way um but yeah so did that and then i started i randomly started a, a kind of a pop band with two of my friends in Nash, one was in Nashville and was in the Twin Cities, actually the same guy who had toured through and like kind of inspired me to move to Nashville. Okay. My friend Jack. Um, but, uh, yeah, we started this band, uh, called milk and we, we kind of did the thing for a few years. Like we toured, we sold records. We, we had like a, a, a good thing going, like good fan base. Like people were at shows. It was like a bit kind of an online, but it was during that time when like, like in the, you know, 2017, 2018, when like Twitter was still cool and like, there was just so much, there was a lot of life on the internet before like TikTok and, Mm -hmm. uh, it, like, it kind of was a thing. It was buzzing. It was buzzing. And it just, you know, kind of never, never crossed that threshold and it kind of fizzled out with COVID and uh yeah and it was around that time that i started doing 
the nobody likes you pat thing is just kind of a like oh i just want to do something new and just have another outlet to make stuff and then yeah i guess i've been doing that now for three years i guess about when yeah yeah, so when that when milk like you said kind of fizzled out due to and i'm sure covid obviously didn't help or anything like that so are you just at home like what do i do and you start making songs and say uh like did they was it like oh these don't really sound like they would fit for milk or was milk already finished at that point that you were like Um, i'm gonna start my own thing milk wasn't finished but i I think i kind of you know saw the writing in the tea leaves a little bit Mm -hmm. like it was just kind of like this feels like this might slow down pretty significantly or stop and i just i like I like momentum. Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't, I guess. And I, I don't know. I just felt like I need to do something else and I need to do something that I can do at, at my own pace without necessarily like, um, uh, like relying on the right. Yeah. yeah right. Like relying is not the right word because everyone relies on others. Like we all do like in one way or another, but like almost just more like I wanted something where I could, set the timetables if i wanted to hustle and do the work and get stuff done i could do it however i wanted to um because it's you know when you have a lot of voices in the room sometimes it just slows things down and that's not a bad thing of course but at the time to me it just felt like i needed that and so Mm -hmm. i needed that because i i tend to move quick like i tend to like i'll write something and sometimes i'll just be like yep or at least at least uh before working with uh network with the with the record label like i would just be like oh i wrote this song i'm gonna put it out in a few weeks like i don't like i'm gonna produce it quick i'm gonna mix it quick or have my friend mix it quick whatever and then just let's have it out like let's um why not like why wait you know right right so so yeah i just started doing that and i just it was just kind of string of consciousness like let's you know just oh this song's good all right we're gonna roll it out all right next one next one um and yeah just a couple of them kind of caught caught like some attention from spotify and then labels kind of started poking around and then you know just kept kept on the grind and then it was uh yeah fall of it was like after doing it for a year uh, i put out a song called songs about you and it really caught uh, uh, kind of some traction on Spotify early on and it got like a bunch of playlisting and like um, listed as like uh, I think it was like Fresh Finds fourth like number four on their like top pop songs of the year or whatever and I, so I was like it got some buzz and I was like oh this is really fun and cool like nice That's and awesome. it, this was yeah. just like this was just like a song that it was actually a throwaway song it was like I had written all these other songs for this EP and I was like, I need one more. I don't really care what it is. I just, I just need to make something that sounds nice. And I just made that. And of course it's always those ones that like do <laughs> yeah, <something>. take off, <laughs> Yeah, you know? And so it's not like it got like big, but it, it for, I mean, it, it's it got advanced um, my career. Yeah. So, like nearly 7 million streams on Spotify. I mean, that's pretty, yeah, like a, enough to move the needle, I guess. And, um, yeah, it, uh, you know, so I started working 
Is that what brought Network around? Yeah, I had been okay. talking with them for, I'd kind of been on and off with them talking for like, like six, seven, eight months or something at that point. Just kind of, just, you know, like they were kind of seeing what was going on. I was, you know, showing them what was going on. And that, that song kind of moving was kind of the like, okay, yeah, we'll jump in and we'll give this a whirl. Um, Did they put out spinning? Or was that just at you on your own? That was just me. Uh, and then, yeah, they're, the first like release I did with them was when we started rolling out uh, my my, rec- my album that came out last year. And so that started beginning of 22. And we did that. And um, and then, yeah, we did, did another EP this year that just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah it's and then everything in my everything in my life is different now than it was when this project started and it's really interesting um like explain that yeah uh i mean i was in nashville when i started this and then i left nashville because i wanted to kind of get away from like the music industry um like not get away from music but just get away from my experience within the music industry which had been uh pretty somewhat toxic and challenging and ego centric. And I wanted to start kind of back somewhere more earthy and home homeish. And so I went back to where I grew up where I had close friends, right? Just, I don't know, like, and I don't even, I didn't even feel good up here. I just was like, I just need to let go. I like, I didn't have like fond memories of home per se, except my friends. I was just like, I just feel like I need to go there. And then like and it was actually really good for those purposes like it you know i i don't like in nashville i would be going to the coffee shop and i'd be thinking like who am i going to run into what how am i going to impress them what am i going to say you know i need to make sure people know i'm working on this or that or this and like it's just that whole networking try you know constant being constantly on constantly putting your best foot forward constantly having your resume on your wrist you know and it's like here i'm like i go get coffee with someone who's 15 years older than me who's like an accountant or something we're just sitting talking about who cares and they don't care what i do and i tell them i you know or we're talking about music and they're like that's really cool so anyway and like it's just i don't know like it or like I don't think about that. And I, and I find it more, um, I find it more, sorry, got a phone call, yeah. cancel it. Uh, I, I find it more creatively enriching cause I can actually focus on like, what am I thinking about? Why am I thinking about it? What do I want to say? And not like, how am I going to do like be so impressive and unique and special, which like, I don't know. It's just, it's more holistic. It's, and, and location helped with that for me, um, at least right now, or it like helped redefine. And then like the other big thing that's changed my life is like this summer, like I got hit in the face with a unexpected and unwanted, uh, divorce after 10 years. Sorry. And so, yeah. And so, and I'm good now. Like this was like, it was obviously absolutely devastating at the time um you know and 
still like there's all the practical ramifications of that with kids and yeah life and all that stuff but um it's really like so yeah like this complete change of location just like a complete change of how i approach music and the art form and and the purpose behind it and just like digging my life more into just just a more holistic simplicity with with my kids and my faith and my friends and my just like life and then now like having this massive upheaval of relationship and and lifestyle and um i i guess where i'm at right now now that i've kind of done a lot of healing from all of that is i'm very like i'm strangely you know i'm i'm strangely incredibly peaceful incredibly like full of joy and hope and i feel very creatively inspired i just feel like the whole world has opened as far as to what I can make now for this, for whatever's next after this EP that just came out. Cause that was kind of the last batch of songs that came out of this period of life that is now gone. And so um, it's like a blank canvas that I can do whatever I want with now. And uh, that feels very, that feels very free. That feels very like exciting to to be able to chase chase whatever that is um yeah i don't know it's just like the i don't know i i've always seen i've always seen this music project specifically the nobody likes you pat project as like a journal and like it's it follows it closely follows the narrative of my life because that's how i see my art and my work and so and then, and I try to take these things that I've experienced or that are within these little things within myself that I've experienced or in my life. And then I try to crack them open so that anyone can lean into it and be like, yep, I feel that. And so I just feel like now I, through a lot of suffering and pain and change, and uh, I get to do that in a new way. And I'm really excited about the possibility of that mm-hmm. and what that could look like so yeah yeah i mean with when so were all these songs done for deer before all of the that stuff happening yeah oh, wow yeah yep and that's what's that's what's kind of interesting about it is it was you know this batch of songs that were written as like love letters not not specifically just romantically but a couple of them were um but then like letters like written as like love letters to like my friends my kids uh god and then a couple were for you know in in my marriage and um yeah actually the funny story is that uh that news was broken to me the day before um this one of the singles came out from the ep and it was a single that was this like very intimate very like sweet uh love ballad and so that was just like you know like stick the knife you know uh yeah. so i i wasn't oh, very good at, at um promoting that one marketing that one because i was like mm, sorry everyone i can't yeah really post, i don't want to post about this right uh, there's yeah, yeah you can't promote it's like 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Was, putting out was, this beautiful song yeah. about something that had just got basically ripped away from you. Yeah. It was, it was the irony of it. Like I look back and I think it's, like, I think it's hilarious. Like it's just, it's so like, of course that's what it was, you know? Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. But yeah, so that, you know, I'm still proud of that project and I still, I actually, there's, there's a couple of the songs on there that I think are like, as far as songwriting goes, like some of my best work. Um, there's one called folding your clothes, which is like this uh, very soft. Uh, it, it's also a love song from kind of a different perspective. And, um, I think it's one of the best songs I've ever written. I still think that even now with the context, but it is just interesting to see that group of songs and be like, this was, a, this is a great group of songs and it's all cohesive. And it's just this warm, fuzzy acoustic EP for the most part. And it, it feels like that was a, um, that was kind of a, a closing of a, a chapter of not only my life, but my creative life. And so, um, yeah, like the next, you know, I've obviously worked on, I've obviously written songs about everything that happened. I was going to, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So you you have, you've already started writing new stuff moving forward on, and what that will sound like and look like. Yeah. Yeah. I actually wrote, I wrote it all like within a month of that or so for the most part, because it was like, I was just like, well, actually, no, for the first like three or four weeks, I couldn't write anything. Obviously, it's like, nope. But then the next several weeks i just the floodgates opened and i just wrote the whole next thing and i was like yep done like so now i have nothing <laughs> more to say on that topic like i said what i needed to say and you know finishing up the 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 recordings and the production and stuff but like i don't know there's something very valuable about like get it all out while it while you're feeling it and then at least for me everyone works different but for me get it all out and then in the moment, because it'll be so raw, so visceral, so like real and honest. And uh, then you can just Give it be away. done with it and move on to the yeah. next thing. And like, I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. I just, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, this album or this EP just came out. So you have this yeah. other one like done, like a project really ready to go and then move then you're just gonna have to just keep trekking forward and just kind of have this other one in your pocket for for a bit yeah for a little bit um yeah it i you know and that's the hard part i think at least again i know every artist works different for me it's hard because i i love the idea of like immediacy and in the moment like Mm -hmm. creativity and like you like you want people to hear it in the moment um, right, but that just obviously doesn't always work that way. Um, so that can be that can be tough to like sit on songs and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I this was stuff I felt and said like a, a year ago or six months ago, or whatever. And it's like, but right, you know. So that can be that can be at least for me can feel like ah, I hate it, but I've gotten better with it because I just realized that is what it is. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's yeah i still want 
like this project, the Dear EP, like it just came out. So I want it, I want to give it time to breathe. Like people are still discovering these songs and, mm-hmm. you know, with the way algorithms and all that s- streaming works now, it's like, who knows how it works. So like a song can do nothing. And then all of a sudden it, you know, takes starts, off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's just like, so I want to give a little time for these ones to breathe, do their thing. You know, I might try to just drop like one new song, uh, sooner rather than later just to like keep the ball moving because it's just an ep versus a full length but um yeah i i I still stand by these songs even though my life has changed so drastically around them and they they feel so different to listen to now than than when i made them um but i i want people to uh, i want people to find them still because when i wrote them those were the very raw real emotions in the moment and i know that like people can find something for themselves in those songs even if for me they feel totally different now you know and i think that's the that's the beauty of art in general but especially music is like if if you write something that you're making and your intent is for it to last longer than just a viral moment or a you know a sound bite like if you're making something with intent and purpose and and transparency um and kind of with the intent to serve other people like uh, that I've, I've shifted like it, it, it will impact people regardless of when they hear it. Like I've kind of shifted my ethos around making music. Like I used to think of it as I need to express myself creatively. I need to uh, feel fulfilled creatively. I need to like, you know, kind of internal, 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 which I'm not saying is wrong. And, and I obviously I still do those things like make the music for myself sort of thing. Like I'm making stuff I like, but I've kind of shifted my ethos towards like, yes, I'm making this because I like it and I want to make this this way. But at the end of the day, especially if you're doing like songwriter type music, you're writing something for someone else to hear and be impacted by because this type of music is so lyrical. And like, it's not just for you. It's not, it's not just for the person who wrote it. Like, it's really a, an offering and a sacrifice of yourself and your life to others. And like, I think there's something about thinking about it that way that gives a, a much bigger purpose to what we're all doing. And it also kind of is a relief because then you don't have to sit there and think, I'm so worried about how this performs and I, how, how many streams is going to get, how much money is this going to make me? Will this advance my career? And it's like, yeah, all those things are great. Nothing wrong with that. And it's good. Like you, of course we all want that, but like, what if one song just goes and resonates with a smaller group of people and they love it and it affects their life. And it, if, if, if what you've made is a, is made with that intent of, of giving to others, then that, then you win like you win no matter if it's a hit or not you know Mm -hmm. so that's kind of that's kind of my 
that's kind of my been my approach and that continues to be my approach going forward and uh it's just it's 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 uh enriching and and just kind of freeing so yeah yeah it, i mean obviously yeah, obviously this songs definitely have to take on a different meaning to you now due to mm-hmm. what the circumstances but somebody yeah. else might be feeling something i I'd, and will relate directly to what you wrote back then totally like, totally Atlanta. yeah yep. I love that. Well, um, I appreciate your time. I know you have uh, some children downstairs you got to attend to. Um, thank you so much, Pat, for doing this. Uh, I have yeah. one more question. I want to know yeah. if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Uh, I do, but it's it's hard to swallow advice. Um, and, but it's Say the it. Advice That's I, the advice most people need. <laughs> it's the advice that I give to like anyone who's young and wants to chase this uh well i'm gonna give two sides quickly one is if you'd be content or happy or like doing anything else maybe go do that because it's really hard to like it's really hard to you know grind out this type of work in this career and like it requires so much sacrifice. And yes, you see people get big and famous and successful and all that, but that's just like skimming the top of all the artists who are just like trying to pay the bills, make it work like, you know, any, anywhere in between. So I kind of always start with that of like, if you'd be happy doing something else, probably do that for your work. But if you feel compelled and called to do this type of work and you're willing to struggle for it, then I say do it unabashedly and do it with the utmost honesty and transparency as you can, because at the end of the day, that's, what's going to last. And like you know i like the meaning you put into something is going to far far outlast any money or acclaim or whatever that you get from it and it's going to stick with people's hearts and i think that just ultimately is so important and so either don't do it but if you are going to do it do it all the way and that's that's my thought so <laughs> <laughs>